0: Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. If I told you today that someone famous that you look up to was coming to your house today, what would you do to get ready? If I told you today that Pope Francis was coming over to your place or that St. John Paul II was coming over to your place or a famous Entertainer, or a president, or a prime minister, or someone who'd done something great, was coming to your house. What would you do to prepare? Now, the truth is, is who is coming to your place this Christmas is Jesus. Jesus has taken the initiative. Jesus is coming to you. And one of the aspects that we learn through the church's history from the scripture, but certainly from the tradition. And we can learn from others. As I have a good friend who says, why would you go and teach yourself something and learn it all yourself when you can learn from other people? And that's so true. You can learn from what others have done. And the tradition of the church, and that's the reason it's a tradition, is because we've learned over time through history how God works, how this order that God has that we're called to step into works. Well, one of the things when God is coming to us is one of the aspects that's very true is this whole idea of asking God's forgiveness. In other words, what we call repentance. Repentance coming towards God and saying, God, I know I haven't lived up to the man, the woman that you've called me to be. I know in my life that there are faults in my life. And and I know that there are things that I do. You might be someone who is struggling with addiction, or you might be someone who is struggling with a a temper, or you may have some form of lust for money or sex or something else in your life. You might be someone who's self-centered. You might be someone who's so busy being busy, the real priorities of your life get lost. You might be a mum or a dad who through just the sheer tiredness of it all sometimes, haven't done the best you can do at times. And when you're going to meet Jesus who walks in and he looks at you with those eyes and he knows everything, the scripture says, you're going to be laid bare as Jesus comes. He's going to see you for who you are. And so repentance is this moment that we have where we come back to God and we can be deeply honest with God. And God loves that. He loves when we are honest. Now, there are spiritual athletes out there who do so much stuff and are happy to tell others about all the things that they do. And, it, and often they make people feel inadequate. But if you have you discovered something about true holiness, the men and women that truly seek after God, there's a humility in their life. There's a genuineness in their life. I meet some people who are so far ahead of me, so, so far ahead of me, They never make me feel bad if anything they make me feel that i can be better and they're the people that i look up to in my life and say gee i hope and that i can be that kind of person in my personal life let alone in my spiritual life there's a passage of scripture that i think jesus addresses that and it's this and it's this it's in luke chapter 18 verse 10 two men went up to the temple to pray one a pharisee that is one of the, like religious police, so to speak, and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee standing by himself was praying thus, God, I thank you that I'm not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of all my income. But the tax collector standing far off would not even look up to heaven, but was beating his breast. And saying god be merciful to me a sinner i tell you this man went down to his home justified rather than the other for all who exalt themselves will be humbled but all who humble themselves will be exalted i love this passage of scripture because i find myself in this passage of scripture there are so many times when i think about the person that i'm meant to be the person that maybe i should have been by now in my life I think about the sin and I think about the habits in my life that aren't what God really would want for me. I think about those things that I'm captured by in my life. I remember when I was young and naive, there were some things in my, ro- in my life that I did wrong that were sinful in my life. And I thought, well, as I get older, I'll overcome those habits, those things. And now all these years later, some of those things are still in my life. And I wake up with the thought that maybe I will have them in my life, these thorns in the side that Paul called them for the rest of my life because I'm weak. See, what did Jesus say? There was one man who stood up and said, look look at all the rules that I keep. Seriously, I am a church rule keeper. Look how good I am. Look at all the things that I'm doing. And then there's one man standing down the back and he says, you know, have mercy, God, I'm a sinner. I recently met someone like that as I was traveling, um, uh, meeting with people around America. In many of the meetings that I've been to, I met a number of people. And I met people who stopped and said, you know, I, I don't understand all this church stuff. I, you know, I, 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 there are things in my life where I'm faulted when I'm, I'm struggling, when I even have addictions and weaknesses in my life. And I, I know the right thing to do and I just don't seem to be able to do it. And and, I, and, and and what I heard from people, and even though they may not have heard, known it, was this deep prayer within them, I know who I am, have mercy on me God, I'm a sinner. Advent is all about preparing for Jesus who's coming to us because that's who we all are. And as I say, to the, the person who's spiritually holy or far more than me. The ones who genuinely are, they don't brag. They, they have a humility about them. They have, a, they, have a, they have a tenderness about them that causes me to feel more acceptable and us to feel more acceptable. So no matter where you are today, know that you are loved by God. Know that Jesus is coming to you and that so we need so we need in this time to stop and say God forgive me for those areas of my life where I've fallen down where I'm not what you have called me to be I'm sorry I need help and what's God's help that's what we call grace the unmerited favor of God the ability to be what we can't be Advent is about asking God to come into our life. St. Bernard of Clovo talks about that, that Advent is preparing for Jesus coming at Christmas, for Jesus coming at the, end of the, at, the, at the end of time, but also for Jesus coming within and being active in our life. That can be our prayer. That can be your prayer. As you come before God and say, God, forgive me. And maybe if you're a Catholic and, you know, going to the Sacrament of Reconciliation, if you know what that is, is something that you could do as an act of your repentance. But there are many people in other ways who come before God from other churches and other denominations who have their way of coming to God and asking forgiveness and asking for strength. Advent is about that. I love this passage of Scripture because I kind of find me in it. I find myself standing at the back at times because I know the right things to do and I can't do them. Loving Father, I thank you today that you love us. Lord God, there are so many beautiful people in the world who seek after you. So many people at times who don't feel that they measure up. So many people who know so much about what you want and yet still fall short. Allow us, Lord God, to experience your love, your forgiveness, Lord God, and to see you for who you truly are, for you are with us. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you next time. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.